Chapter Sixteen of the Story of the Thirteen Colonies. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Greg Giordano. The Story of the Thirteen Colonies by h a gerber the fountain of youth the spaniards as we have seen immediately began planting colonies in the west indies and in a few years they took possession of all the islands and made the natives their slaves these poor creatures were forced to work hard for their new masters who thirsting for gold made them wash the sands of all their streams and toil without ceasing the spaniards in cuba and haiti hearing many tales of the gold to be found in the west soon sent out several expeditions they also planted a few colonies along the coast of central america but at first these did not thrive among the colonists in haiti there was a spaniard named balboa he was poor but very daring and wished to join an expedition bound for the mainland as he could not pay for his passage he hid in a cask and had himself carried on board ship as freight when far out at sea balboa crept out of his hiding place won the captain's forgiveness and soon made many friends that he became a leader in the settlement they founded on the isthmus of darien or panama after a time he learned from the natives that a great ocean lay on the other side of the ridge of mountains he therefore made his way through the tangled underbrush and rank tropical growth bidding his men wait at the foot of the mountain while he climbed up alone on reaching the top he gazed southward and beheld a great stretch of water which he called the great south sea fifteen thirteen falling down upon his knees he gave thanks to god and then made joyful signs to his followers to come up and join him accompanied by these men balboa next went down the opposite slope and reaching the shore waded out into the ocean with a flag in one hand and his drawn sword in the other standing thus in the waters of the great south sea he took possession of it in the name of spain declaring that all countries it bathed belonged to his sovereigns that same year one of the former companions of columbus ponce de leon started out from puerto rico like many other men of his time he believed that all the stories he had heard were true and that somewhere in the world there was a magic spring called the fountain of youth he thought that if one drank of its waters or bathed in them one would be sure to become young again and as he was rapidly growing old he longed to find and try it after vainly seeking the fountain on the newly discovered islands he fancied from what the natives told him that it might be situated on the mainland so he set out in quest of it on easter sunday pascua florida 
he landed in a beautiful country, which, in honor of the day, he called Florida. After taking possession of it for Spain, he began exploring, but although he drank from every spring, and bathed in every stream, he could not find the fountain of youth, and kept growing older and older. After several years he made another journey to Florida, to continue his search, and to make a settlement. But as there were no roads through the dense forests and treacherous marshes, he and his men suffered greatly from hunger and heat. Finally, Ponce de Leon was sorely wounded in a fight with the Indians, and his men carried him back to Cuba. There he died, a wrinkled old man, still regretting that he had not been able to find the fountain of youth. His friends, who admired his bravery, and often said he was as bold as his namesake the lion, rode upon his tomb. In this sepulchre rest the bones of a man who was Leon, lion, by name, and still more by nature. While Ponce de Leon was seeking the magic fountain, some of his countrymen were exploring the Gulf Coast, from Florida to Mexico, under the leadership of Pineda. In 1519, also, a Portuguese named Magellan took a Spanish fleet down the coast of South America. After a time he came to the strait bearing his name, and, sailing through it, beheld the great South Sea. Magellan was such a brave seaman that he steered boldly across the unknown expanse of water. It was so much smoother than the Atlantic that he called it the Pacific, or Peaceful Ocean, a name which it has borne ever since, and which suits it much better than the one given by Balboa. After a journey of a year and a half, Magellan finally reached the Philippine Islands, where he was killed in a fight with the natives. One of his officers now took command, and went on till he reached India. Thence, by way of the Cape of Good Hope, he came to Spain, sailing for the first time all around the globe. Besides proving that the earth is round, this voyage showed that South America is separated from India by a great stretch of water. Magellan's journey took three years, but now, thanks to steamboats and railroads, it can be made in about two months. End of chapter 16 Recording by Greg Giordano Newport Ritchie, Florida